everyone. Welcome in all. We are glad you're with us today. The Bill Michael Show. On the air and uh, apparently uh, Woody Johnson, the New York Jets contingent, uh, they had brought tents. They camped out on Aaron Rodgers' lawn. And then about 4.30 this morning, the sprinklers went off. They were all soaked. Their tents were ruined. The campfire went out. Uh, Woody Johnson's checkbook got completely messed up from the water. And we don't know now what is actually transpiring. We, we're, we're not sure. Uh, we don't know. Apparently, when Rodgers came out, supposedly gave him protein shakes, and it was ayahuasca, and he didn't even give him a bucket. They were running to the neighbor's house, knocking on the door, trying to get in, go to the bathroom. They had nowhere to go. Didn't have enough time to go back to the airport, so their clothes were messed up. So it, it was a real S show uh, on the lawn of Aaron Rodgers' house last night. Ben Kenny, how you doing today? I'm good, Bill. <laughs> Still, yeah, patiently waiting, smiling and right? waiting for Mister Rogers. Yeah. But I'm happy I, today, uh, believe it or not. Yeah, are you get more sleep? Got some sleep. Okay, you got. Well, we know you got your your clubs are back home. I would assume that you had your clubs in bed next to you with your Crocs on. I wore my Crocs to work last night when I came <laughs> back to do my other show. It's good. Okay. I had okay. to repair I'm, some of the holes, though, with duct tape, but that's another story. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's that's never a good look. <laughs> I used to have a buddy of mine that would wear black dress shoes um, to, you know, gatherings, you know, important get weddings and such. But And I looked at him one day, I'm like, what the hell? And here he had strategically very, very, very carefully placed electrical tape around his shoes yeah and he was polishing the electrical tape and it was <laughs> his shoes were electrical taped that's practical yeah i'm like dude just come on man but Should be commended but not bill it's players championship week so i'm giddy it is at tpc sawgrass correct me if i'm wrong that is true there you go so uh players are at the tpc sawgrass uh all is right in ben kenny's world so there you go everything is good uh, today, a Bucks win last night. Today, we've got uh, Badger basketball tonight, uh, which I'm looking forward to. We are going to actually be meeting out in Madison, so I'm going to be listening to it and watching it and doing what I can. Uh, in addition to that, you got Marquette back on the hardwood tomorrow as uh, we're going to talk bracketology with Mike DeCourcy. Uh, is going to join us a little bit later on today. I'm looking forward to that. I love talking to Mike, and Mike is our, our basketball go-to guy with college hoops. So we've got that coming up, and uh, we'll just find out as the day goes on, no breaking news. If you look at the bottom of the live stream, nothing flying across the live stream today. Nobody's flying out to see Aaron Rodgers. None of that. I guess the biggest, um, if you want to call it the biggest story, is the anger of the players that uh, many teams came out and said, now, I've got an opinion on this, but I, I, I don't often agree with the players because the players want the money, Okay. I don't often agree with the players, but in this particular case, I do. Because Lamar Jackson gets the non-exclusive franchise tag placed on him, which means he can go negotiate with other teams. And if another team, say, gives him $230 million guaranteed, he signs that deal, goes back to the Baltimore Ravens, and, say, and they say, we're not doing guaranteed. We're not going to do it. And he says, okay, I'll talk to you later, then he can leave. So there's got to be a team out there. Atlanta was talking about it. Uh, can they pick somebody up for Tua? 
because they don't know if Tua is going to be back because of the concussion issues that he's had. Uh, they've got uh, different, you know, different uh, teams that would be interested. Maybe Las Vegas. You know, we know different teams are going to be available or looking for quarterback play. Even you go to Tennessee, go to Indianapolis, you start looking around, right? You think there's probably about five to seven teams that would would be interested in taking Lamar Jack. All of them came out and said, no, we're not interested. So I, uh, I my first thought was a lot of people see the same thing I do. A running quarterback who doesn't throw in the pocket very well, he gets injured because of his run-first mentality. Even though he's an MVP, he's 26 years old, he's still developing, I've never been a big fan of Lamar Jackson. I've never hid that fact. I just, I don't think he's one of the best. I think he had a tremendous season uh, in which he set the world on fire running all over the place, but I've I've, I've never been a, a... a big fan of, of Lamar Jackson's, but for so many teams to come out right away and let it leak out that they have zero interest in going after him, you kind of go, I wonder if the league is saying, yeah, we're not talking to anybody about guaranteed contracts. That's the reason the league hates Jimmy Haslam for what he did for what he did in Cleveland with Deshaun Watson. Now you can look at Dak Prescott when he was injured, he got a hundred million but didn't get it guaranteed. You can look at other kind, and you also don't forget you have Joe Burrow and other players coming up that are going to be getting paid, and they don't want to set the precedent that it's all guaranteed. So Lamar Jackson, on one hand, you respect him because he's trying to he's trying to break through that wall to get that second fully guaranteed contract. This is not really the second big contract. Don't forget the first big contract was who. Kirk Cousins, he got $90 million over three years guaranteed, fully guaranteed. So Kirk Cousins was actually the first in this. But the massive contract was Deshaun Watson. So Lamar Jackson is trying to follow him down that path. And I remember when the league reacted to Ziggy Wolf for paying Kirk Cousins that amount of money, the stupid amount of money for a guy that never won a postseason game. So... I think Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback, uh, way above average, but he, I don't think he's great. And he wants to be paid like he's great. Or he wants to be paid like the guy that hasn't played in a couple of years, the guy that was accused of you know numerous tens of sexual assaults and says, look, I'm so much better than this guy, and I deserve what he got. And the league is like, Lamar, we think you're a very good player. We don't doubt that for a minute. We appreciate everything you've done. But Jimmy Haslam uh, and his staff at the time were all connected. I mean, strapped in leather chairs, the whole deal to the five-mass skull bong. And the smoke was billowing out. They were all breathing in real deep. And they said they were kind of giggling. They had like 20 bags of Funyuns and pork rinds. They were eating caramel corn. You know, they were snorting sprees. They crushed up a bunch of sprees and pez, and they were snorting it. They they just were out of their mind, and they gave that guy the contract. So the rest of us aren't doing that. So we're going to go ahead and pass on the guaranteed money. We'll give you a lot, but we're not going to give you a fully guaranteed contract uh, just because Jimmy Haslam and his crew had some kind of a weird-ass party that nobody wants to be a part of. And by the way, between you, me, and the fence post, none of us really like Haslam anyway. He's... 
I mean, his bathrooms and the Flying J's are dirty, you know. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on there. There's a lot of lizards running around in those truck stops. We don't know what's happening over there. So we, you know, we don't even like that guy, you know. But, you know, he can do his own thing because he's an owner. We'd love to get rid of him. And if he fell into into Lake Michigan, so be it. Or, or into Lake Erie, so be it. We, well, you'd say goodbye so. to half of the Bucks' ownership. Well, again, we don't mind if he falls into Lake Erie and... <laughs> You know, sound a little like John Madden there. Uh, but nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that deal. So I get it. I understand it. Uh, but uh, nobody wants to be the person to say, yeah, we're going to come out and do that. So uh, so now it looks like collusion, smells like collusion, sounds like collusion, but is it collusion? Nobody really knows. Nobody's 100% sure of anything at this point. Do you think that's Eight, seven, possible yeah, to prove, by the way? Because everybody has the same thought. Everyone looks back at Deshaun Watson. Even last year, there were, what, five teams that were reportedly interested. Then he goes to the Browns and he gets the contract. Now there's suddenly nobody for a better quarterback and a better guy off the field. Yeah. Do you think it's provable? Um, It's certainly, if you would say... Um, yes, it, it would be provable if indeed you were able to get enough information and or evidence to say I can prove it and then be able to get cell phone records. If owners would be stupid enough to get cell phone, to, to use cell phones, to text each other and say, I'm not doing this. Don't do this. We all got to come out, you know, that type of thing. Yes. Oh, you get Dan Snyder's cell phone as collateral. Just, oh, yeah. just get them all out. Right, yeah. And it's just, it's not even, Daniel Snyder doesn't have words on it. He's just got a bunch of, you know, pictures. But then at that point, they'd be they'd be taking the cell phones of the entire state of Wisconsin. This is true. Which would be tough, logistically. This is true. Be all good, though. We'd enjoy it, wouldn't we? You and I would have to t- be able to talk about it for days. Oh, Grant Bills will go to prison. That'll be awesome. Oh, God, it'd be crazy. Be crazy. Grant Bills wouldn't stand a minute in prison. <laughs> Not with that mustache. He'd have to shave the stash, just so you know. I'll text he would him. Have to shave that. Yeah, he would have to shave that. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. So that's the start of the day today. That's where we're at. We are. Uh, we are just kind of awaiting uh, word out of Green Bay or anywhere else for that matter, or New York. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, the Daniel Jones contract, which. He got a large chunk of money, in case you didn't know, which uh, many people feel that he just, somebody fell on their damn head. So we're going to get into that discussion. Uh, we've got bracketology. Like I said, Mike DeCorsi, our guy, is from the Sporting News and Big Ten Network, going to be joining us. We'll talk with him. Uh, so we want to do that. Um, Badgers get it, get, it, get it going tonight. And Badgers, uh, I believe, I believe the Badgers get a win tonight. Uh, then, uh, then it's wait and see. Then it's kind of you know throw your hands in the air and hope for the best. But will the one will one win tonight put them in? If they don't win tonight, season's done. They're off to the NIT. Ben, would you agree? Yeah, definitely. I think I think a win puts them at a twenty percent chance to go in. Maybe twenty five. Two wins, I think, definitely does it. Yeah, yeah. And also because your Buckeyes are actually ranked really high on all the net rankings. The analytics mm-hmm. love them, even though they've lost most of the games they've played. 
Yeah. So I'm it's not, not a... your normal 13 versus 12 matchup. It actually could help Wisconsin's resume a lot. So if they beat yeah, Ohio State and um, Iowa, I think they're good. Yeah, I'm not a, not a fan of what Ohio State's done this year. I look at happy? it maybe. Not happy with your no, I, and I, No, and I look at it like, you know, many people do with the helicopter view of uh, I, I see the losses, period. You know, I mean, you, you know, you can. It, it's kind of like when we sit here and talk about, well, that was a that was a good loss for the Badgers. No, it's a loss. I mean, you can. Th- there are some good losses if you are a winning team, but when you just stack up a lot of losses, even if they are close, there, there's not much you can do. There's still losses, and you're still being looked at as a team that is not able to beat those those good quality teams, so to speak. I mean, you're close. You're on the verge. You've got a lot of, you know, maybe moral victories for hanging with better teams, but ultimately you're losing those games and, and you got to win those games. So, you know, I, I, you know, I just think that they need to, they absolutely positively need to get this one. Got to get this one coming up tonight. If they're going to have any shot at all at getting into the NCAA tournament. So, so that's it. Uh, 877-867-1670, If you want to find us, please hit us up. Uh, feel free to go ahead and do so. Got a lot to get to today. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. a company in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, that is Kemp's. They're looking for good quality people, CDL drivers. They're looking for uh, uh, production uh, facility maintenance people. They're also looking for some of the uh, cooler maintenance people. And if you are one of them or you want to be trained and you're looking for a terrific company that pays $23 an hour plus plus bonus, all that kind of good stuff, sign on bonus, they've got it. Go to Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. That's Kemp's.com. Click on careers at the bottom of the page. Again, go to kemps.com. Click on careers at the bottom of the page. They are interviewing right here, right now. That is our friends at Kemps, based in Cedarburg. Everybody's got some Kemps dairy products or something like that in their in their home or in their freezer, what have you. Good stuff from our friend at Kemps. 877-867-1670. Let's get to the phone calls. Talk to Chris listening to us in Oshkosh. Chris, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill, what's up? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so just about the Lamar Jackson uh I guess just one thing I want to make sure is added to that conversation is that uh, any team that does sign them, you know, does do they do have to give up two first round picks, which is pretty hefty, especially with the amount of money that he wants. So then you're, it's kind of the double whammy. I think he right. just needs to probably play this out this year on this 32 mil, and then he's totally free. See you, Ravens. You get nothing, and uh, he kind of holds his own control. And then one quick thing on Aaron Rodgers uh, before you probably get into it. I was just curious now. Would they have to wait until Monday to make any actual announcement when the tampering period actually opens? Is that what they're going to be waiting for to officially make any announcement of a trade? Well, yes, they would make the announcement if there was some deal done, but they've already talked about the possibility of making some moves. But since the Packers gave the Jets the ability to go talk to him, it's kind of the legal tampering phase. 
So if there's some kind of an agreement that does come out, I mean, it would be that you would hear about Aaron Rodgers and his willingness to go and what the rumors are, blah, blah, blah. But, yes, they would have to wait until until uh, the uh, legal tampering period is over to actually make that deal official as far as what I understand. I'm not 100% positive because it would be two teams agreeing to trade a commodity that's already theirs, so it's not like it's a free agent signing, but I think you got to wait until that new league year actually begins. I could be wrong, but I think you got to wait to make everything official, like sign the paperwork, once that new league year begins. Okay, copy that. No, I appreciate it. Awesome show. Thanks, man. All right, buddy, appreciate it. Yeah, the one thing about Lamar Jackson, I think he uh, can be franchised a couple of times if I'm not mistaken. So if they wanted to, I think they have one more bite at the apple, even going into next year. Next year. Um, so he would have to then take the franchise tag this year, do it again next year, and I think then they would have, he would be out from underneath uh, the Ravens if indeed they wanted to go in that direction. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. This one, uh, email from Mark, who says, I agree with you. I think Lamar Jackson is a tremendous talent. I don't think he's a truly accurate passer, and he has to be a pocket quarterback so as not to get hurt. He exposes himself far too much. I appreciate his athletic prowess, but he's a guy that you, is a, he's a guy that you have to take the high risk, high reward with. I appreciate the email. I, I running quarterbacks, I think, add a an incredible dynamic to teams that have the ability to scramble and move and such. But they scare, if if I'm a general manager, they scare the hell out of me because they expose themselves to a lot. We saw Justin Fields get hurt, Lamar Jackson get hurt, just uh, um, Jalen Hurts get hurt, Kyler Murray got hurt. These guys that want to get outside of the pocket, you, you run a risk, and you could miss game time because of it. And that's the only thing about a running quarterback, the, quote, athletic quarterback, that bothers me. If you've got a quarterback that happens to have athleticism but is a pocket passer and the field general get rid of the ball, don't take the extra chances, you're not the guy consistently running for the first down uh, or you know putting your body in harm's way. Yeah, then I'm more apt to pay a larger amount of money or a larger amount of guaranteed money to. Uh, but some of these quarterbacks, man, and, you know, I love what they do with uh, with Jalen Hurts and the way they use him and the ability to be able to go for it on fourth down and any fourth and two, anything less, fourth and three, they're plowing ahead, man. They're, they're moving that football. They're moving the chains, and that's what you do. I appreciate it. It just scares the hell out of me if I'm a head coach or if I'm a, a general manager or even an owner, and I'm about ready to sink a bunch of money into this this guy that is going to constantly be sticking his head in there, you know. That's that's my that would be my only issue. Ben Jalen Hurts, would you if when he comes up for contract, would you give him guaranteed money? They're paying him this off season, and I would give him guaranteed money. I don't know if I'd give him fully guaranteed money, but right. again, when it comes to Hurts and it comes to Lamar, not to Sean Watson because they didn't need him. They just they they got him. I I don't think you could let those guys walk. Because then the entire productive team you've built, how are they going to play with a new quarterback that might not be good? Like, he is right. the leader. He is the franchise. And how do you sell it to the fans, first of all? And then how do you sell it to the team and actually expect to go forward and win? If you let those guys walk, it feels like you have to rebuild the whole roster. 
Mm-hmm. But yes, I would. And I, I yeah. think Jalen's different than Lamar because of how he's built, where Jalen's really good at avoiding contact when he's actually mm-hmm. running. And right. because of how strong he is, he's actually bigger than a lot of dudes trying to tackle him. So it's not as if he's getting landed on by these massive defensive ends and massive linebackers, like maybe Lamar sometimes is, and he is smaller than them. So I think that kind of oh, adds he, to the dynamic. Yeah, he's a guy that, I mean, like, uh, he's, he's as, as far as quarterbacks go, he's kind of a physical freak. He's, he's a, he, he works hard on his legs. He works hard on drive capability. But also the other, the other you know, aspect of that is, is, and they talk about his legs and his leg workouts and what he can squat and all that kind of stuff. The problem is the thing that goes into the pile first and the thing that buries down first is his head and shoulder. And and that's the biggest thing that would scare me. I wonder how much, I don't think he gets a totally guaranteed contract, but I wonder how much of it he does get. Now, Joe Burrow, on the other hand, would you guarantee Joe Burrow's full contract? Because Joe Burrow is going to get paid. It's just how much Cincinnati, because I first of all, let me say this. He's dealing with Cincinnati. I can't imagine Cincinnati guaranteeing him everything in his contract. I just can't. I, I, I it, it would be so far out of their own philosophy uh, of years and years and years of being a penny-pinching organization. But they can't let Joe Burrow walk. So how much do you think he gets guaranteed? Because that's about the only guy at this point that I think that could probably look around the rest of the league and say, I want it all guaranteed he's a pocket passer he doesn't run a ton he's athletic enough to pick up a first down but that's about it he's been beat up and been durable but he's also been a guy that's had a knee injury so how much of that contract would you say would you guarantee for say joe burrow i mean a lot of it i i would feel beholden to do whatever the market dictates for guys like if that I, if, the problem if is I were off Go ahead. If the, if the market goes out of control, then every team is screwed in that way. I mean, I, I look at what the Giants just did. They give Daniel Jones 40 mil a year. They guaranteed 82 of it or, or 94 of it, excuse me. But most of it is front-loaded to the first couple years. I think there are right. ways to guarantee a lot of money without getting into the Deshaun Watson problem. But the market's mm-hmm. going crazy. So it's when it comes to Hurts and Burrow, and all those guys, maybe Trevor Lawrence in a couple of years. I just think you have to do it. I, I don't see another alternative. I see a real. Um, when is the end of the collective bargaining agreement? Do we know? Didn't they sign it? Was it a ten-year deal I'll just last it. year, the year before? So it's got like seven or eight years to go. Twenty. There is twenty thirty. I was going to say I thought it was a ten-year deal when they signed it. Twenty thirty. I can see a real impasse at that point in between the owners and the players because the owners are going to look at each other and they're going to do the exact same thing that Major League Baseball owners want to do. The difference is is they have a salary cap in place, so they have that ability. But what they want to do is they want to keep that percentage for themselves and they want to look at each other and say, stop it. We need a way to stop ourselves from being bad. And that that is guaranteeing and getting some of these contracts outrageously stupid. Because what's going to happen is you're going to end up with a quarterback, a defensive pass rusher, maybe a wide out, and uh, a cover corner that are going to be your top five money makers, and everybody else is just going to fight for the extra hundred million that's there uh, on a fifty-three man roster. 
That's, I mean, they already want, the players' union already wants them to expand the rosters, uh, which would mean more money put into player salary. But I, it, it's, you're going to see a lot of good players moving around for a couple of million bucks because the money that's being spent in some of these areas is stupid. I, I agree, quarterbacks, man, they, they, uh, they, they are the show. Star quarterbacks are the show, but some of this money is stupid right now. Stupid money. The salary cap is growing exponentially, though. Yes, it is. And my thing with that is the guaranteed stuff is only a problem if the guy gets hurt. And if he gets hurt, you're kind of screwed anyway. If Joe Burrow mm-hmm. gets hurt, the Bengals season ends. Same with Jalen Hurts. The problem is if he gets hurt for multiple seasons and then loses all of his ability, like we saw with Carson Wentz. Like, if Carson Wentz right. in 2017 had guaranteed money, okay, that's the worst-case scenario. At the end of the day, though, like, if he's if he's healthy and playing, I think the numbers are manageable. Like, the Chiefs were able to do it with Mahomes, giving him a lot mm, of money. Yeah, but he's not guaranteed. He's not fully guaranteed. But he's been healthy. I kind of yeah, see it well, as a... Yeah, just it. He's been healthy. But if he gets hurt, the team's screwed anyway. Yeah. I just I, I've never been a big fan of all the guaranteed money in football. Um, now I let me say this: I don't put it past any player for getting what they can. I think players should. They're the, it's it's probably one of the if not the roughest sport out there. They sacrifice themselves, their heads, their bodies. Uh, you you look at some of these guys walking around Radio Row at Super Bowl. These oh, these older veterans that. Uh, have you know the game is twenty years ago, thirty years ago, and they can't walk. They they have issues. They they're limping around. Look, there's a lot of quality of life that needs to be bought there. I completely, I never ever ever say a player can't get what what their value is. Go go get it. But some of these owners for for the bidding wars they get into, and it's all for you know obviously getting another championship. But you it, when you start when you're general manager, you start to look down the road and you start to see yourself becoming buried, much like the Packers have been. But fans, like myself, we, we're like, you got to go for it, got to go for it, got to go for it, got to get it, got to get it, got to get it. You, you want a championship. You'll do anything for that other championship. So you got to get it. And then when it doesn't come to fruition and you're standing there left with your junk in your hand, you're going, boy, that was all for nothing. And not only was it all for nothing, now we're buried for the next three years. But at what point do you go for it? At what point do you say, I'm pulling back and I'm done? You know, I think the temptation is to always go for it. But I, but I, I, I agree, man. Uh, it's some of the money that's being thrown around out there is crazy, crazy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. We'll break. We'll come back. Get back to the phone calls. Joe, listening to us in De Pere. you'll be first out of the shoot when we come back. Hey, my buddy Scott Ellis of the uh, Scott Ellis team. He is. Uh, he's got a. A program, if you're looking to buy a home, if you're looking to refinance your home, if you're looking to get equity out of your home, I mean, this is the time everybody starts cleaning up houses, right? They start thinking about throwing stuff out, thinking about moving, curb appeal. And if you're doing that, you're thinking about my buddy Scott Ellis from Homeside Financial. Call him, 414-791-7771. The reason I love him, he was my guy. He was the guy that uh, did everything for me. And I know the interest rates are going up. But if you're looking for like a 4.5% interest rate, oh, your eyebrows went up, did they? Uh, give Scott a call because he said to ask about the 2-1 buy-down. Uh, it's interesting. And I don't know. I don't claim to know it. I'm not a finance guy. 
but he is. And he said, give him a call, 414-791-7771. If you are looking to buy a home and you want to get pre-qualified for your mortgage, if you are looking to refinance or if you're just looking, you you, you bought a home, you got your down payment, all that kind of good stuff, now you get, get financed for the whole thing, whatever, call him, 414-791-7771, 414 7771 and say, hey, Scott, I heard it on Bill Michael's show. You might be able to get me a really low interest rate. Can you tell me about the 2-1 buy-down, something less than the 7 and the 6.5 that's floating around out there right now? That's the guy to call to do it, 414-791-7771. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. They've been giving away all kinds of gayish on Thursday nights uh, at Potawatomi Hotel Casino, and uh, you can be a part of it. They're giving away tens of thousands of dollars. Big Thursday nights, uh, spins, stays, and plays, and all that kind of good stuff. Bingo is back. Dream Dance Steakhouse back. 360 Bar rocking. So a lot of good things happening at Potawatomi Hotel Casino. If you are coming into the Milwaukee area for whatever reason, Brewers game, Marquette game, Bucks game, UWM game, Mandrels game. If you're just coming into the city to hang out, concert, like there were just tens of thousands of people downtown last night for uh, Bruce Springsteen. All kinds of good stuff. Go over to Potawatomi Hotel Casino and enjoy it. Go to PaysBig.com, P-A-Y-S, PaysBig.com, just to see everything that they have to offer. That is PaysBig.com, Potawatomi Hotel Casino. One of our uh, proud sponsors of our uh, motorcycle ride, too which is coming up. Mark your calendar, Sunday, September 3rd. Sunday, September 3rd. It's always the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. So hopefully uh, you get a, get a chance to uh, get registered uh, eventually here. We're going to tell you when. We've got some special things coming up, and uh, and then we'll get you registered, signed up, and then we'll uh, we'll go. Good stuff. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Joe listening to us in De Pere. Joe, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Doing great, Bill. Thanks for taking my call, man. Uh, just a couple comments. I just want to throw it out there. But my personal opinion on this whole Aaron Rodgers deal is I actually don't believe that the Packers would have given, given permission to the Jets to go out to fly out there if there wasn't a deal already tentatively in place. You know, there's no sense going out there kicking tires on something. You're going to come back and say, hey, I'll give you a seventh rounder. And then why destroy Rodgers anymore? Because right. it's going to get him sidetracked. So I think this deal goes down to 24-48. Today's think day. I think tomorrow's announcement day. That's just my take. But I think this deal is done, predicated on Aaron, giving the check off on it. What's your thoughts? I uh, I would probably say so. I, I think the chances of Aaron Rodgers coming back now are probably maybe 10% uh, coming back to Green Bay. I know some people are happy, some people aren't happy, but I, I would say you don't unless you have a really good gauge of what it is you would be getting in return. You're not going to tell the Jets, yeah, we'll go ahead and do this. Unless, of course, Rodgers asked for it or you're just gauging his opinion. Uh, it's kind of putting the cart before the horse. I mean, you don't make a trade before the guy even says he wants to come back. Uh, but for all indications, you don't, you know, you don't go down this road if you don't have an intent on trading him. And I think what the trip to, you know, California was for, for the front office for the Jets was to see if he really, truly, his heart's in it and he wants to come back. 
maybe, you know, Brian Gutekind said down at the, the combine last week, he said, eventually we have to make a decision. They were talking about the timeline for Aaron to make a decision. He said, you know, we're giving Aaron Rodgers, you know, Aaron all the time he needs and, you know, letting him talk and letting him figure things out and blah, blah, blah. But he did say at one point, and then we got to make a decision. So maybe they just got tired of waiting and they said, look, we just need to know. There's, I mean, there's teams that there's a lot of stuff in play. It's not just your feelings at this point, Aaron. It's it, it's if you're going to walk away, we need to know. If you're going to play, we need to know. If you're going to play and play somewhere else, there's other teams that are waiting. They need to know. Everybody needs to know. So while yes, you do have some time, this is the time that things begin to heat up, and he knows that. And this whole thing about you know just like I just had a, a text message from a buddy of mine during the break that said this feels very Farvian esque in the sense that Favre didn't want to be pressured. He wanted to do it on his own time, but everybody else needs to know. It's not a, It's not anymore about um, just this, we're tired of waiting. This is about we have to move forward with the business of football. There's a lot of things that are hinging on this because if the Packers trade them away, how much money is going to be or not going to be eaten? What kind of a deal is going to be in place? What are they getting in return? What deal can they start talking to other teams about if indeed, if indeed they do trade them, if they want to jump up and get somebody in the draft? So what do they want to package up to maybe move up to get somebody or trade those picks away and move down and get more picks, which I hope they don't do. But there, there's all kinds of scenarios and things that need to be discussed. And you can in, internally you can talk about all that stuff. You can have plan A, plan B, plan C. You can have it all up on a dry erase board. But if Aaron says I'm walking away, then it's you're just you're just wiping the board down because there's nothing there anymore, you know. So you you now you need to know. Now you need to know, and uh, yeah, you're right. Well, he says basically the train is now leaving the station. That's it. That's it. When when Favre didn't want to make a decision when they flew down there and they said, hey, we need to know. Are y'all in? You're not. Oh, I, oh God, I you know. And he just kept wanting to come back when the fans would jump all over themselves and wet their pants and say, yay, Brett's back. Look at him up there coming out of the front office as we're doing fan fest in the, inside the atrium. And there's Brett. And the spotlight would hit him, and Brett would come out as if he was lording over all the kingdom and say, I'm back. How you doing? I'm going to go shoot him. You know, whatever. And then everybody go crazy. Well, finally, Ted Thompson's like, dude, we got a really good quarterback waiting in the wings. So you want to come back? Oh, I don't know. Okay, you're going to be out. Okay, talk to you later. And that was it. And then they played a game of chicken, and Brett lost. You wonder what would have happened had Brett said, I'm coming back. I'm going to play again. I'm coming back. Same thing with Aaron. You wonder what would have happened if Aaron just said at the end of the season, it's been a long, hard season, man. I left a lot out there. I, I know uh, we can do better. I know I can do better. I want to come back. I'm coming back with a event. Had he said that at the end of season press conference? Done. Had he said it two weeks later? Done. Had he said it a month later? Done. Right before the week of Super Bowl on Pat McAfee, done. Then there's decisions to be made. Then that forces the Packers to do what it is the Packers want to do. You know? But when this whole, I don't know, oh, my God, I got to go here. I got to think about this. I got to talk to this person. I got to seek guidance. I got to go to the Dalai Lama. I got to go down to McKill, Mississippi. I got to ride my tractor. All this crap. Come on, man. Come on. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. John, you got a good point. He said, I would love to know the number of wasted hours within the walls of 1265 already caused 
by the Aaron Rodgers contract allowing such flexibility for this particular player. Uh, Jason uh, says, hey, Bill, how do you feel about all of this? Uh, are you happy? He says, are you happy that is leaving and the drama might be over? I, for one, I'm happy uh, that this drama is hopefully over. Uh, excited to see what love can do. Uh, and a new era is about to begin. Excited to know that there is some more money on the table for us to spend. Extra picks, hopefully, uh, to better the overall team. Excited for a uh, so-called fresh start. Once a Packer fan, always a Packer fan. That's from Jason. Uh, Jason, I am I'm a lot like you in the sense I am happy that if indeed it's over, the drama's over. Okay? If indeed it's over, the drama is over. I am not happy about the way this ended yet again. I think there was another run or two left. I'm not happy that Roger said it wasn't about the money, but still was able to put the team in this position. I am not happy that this has become for whatever. And I appreciate the fact that Aaron's tried to be honest about all this stuff, but it's, there's a realization that it's a team sport and you're not only getting paid as the main guy, but the realization is when you talk about MVPs and stuff, and I get it, you know, if you if you win an MVP, chances are you're putting your team in the postseason. Okay. But this this particular fan base, this franchise is doing anything and everything they can do to get to another Super Bowl. And what we have dealt with now the last three years has been the ego. It's been the massaging of the ego of the wants and the needs of one player lording over the team. And it's gotten away from being the team. And maybe internally it's not that way, but certainly perceptually outside the walls of 1265 it is. It's about Garner, it's it's about a head coach who doesn't even speak. Sounds like an idiot a lot of the times because he's so afraid of offending the quarterback. When Aaron came in, he said, just let me go play and then make your judgments. You know, I, I don't know. I still think Aaron Rodgers can come back and have a hell of a season. I still still think he is a tremendous player. Uh, I am sad to see him leave if this indeed is the end. But I'm also... I'm going to watch over the fence in New York with a raised eyebrow to see how he plays, how he commits. Um, you know, the thought process is that the Packers are going to get themselves a first-round draft choice or what many are now saying could possibly be a second-round draft choice, which I would, if the Jets would not give up the 13th overall pick, uh, unless, of course, they're taking on all the salary and the Packers are out from under, I, you know, which I don't think can actually happen. Um, and I don't know how all that works, but I would be sad that this is the way it ended. Where a lot of fans are throwing their hands in the air, waving him goodbye, saying good riddance. 
He has been a tremendous quarterback. He has been a, a very good leader. He's never done a thing wrong in the community. He's always been a guy that's been willing to somewhat talk and share his feelings. He has been misleading at times. He has gotten more full of himself as years gone on. And as the, uh, the, the franchise has allowed, I understand all of that. I really do. But it's just a shame that it's gotten to this point. You know, it's just a shame that it's gotten to this point. 877-867-1670. Phone lines are open. You want to get a hold of us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny, at Ben Z. Kenny as well. You can find us over on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash the Bill Michael Show, and it's just simply Bill Michael Show on YouTube and on Twitch TV. You can find it at Bill underscore Michaels, like I said, on Twitter. If you want to watch it over there, and the link is posted, you can always email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website is thebillmichaels.com, and we are on Apple. We are on uh, Spotify. We are on uh, Google Podcasts. You can always download the app each and every day to hang on to us now that we're in the baseball season, and you're going to get day games that will knock us off the air a couple of times or what have you. Uh, in some of the markets, and now all you got to do is download the Zone app, W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison, and we're always going to be on the stream. So if you miss us anywhere else, you can always find us there. So good stuff. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break and come back. A lot more to get to. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends out there at uh, Land and Cruise Vacations, our buddy Kirk and the staff, great people, and I see pictures from all over the world. So a lot of cool things that they get to travel and do, but they've been there, they've done that, and if you're looking to plan a cruise, terrific. They're the ones to handle it. If you're looking for an out-of-country out of vacation, if you're looking for an all-inclusive, say, in Mexico, if you're looking for something overseas, say, going to Italy, uh, whatever, they can do it. Land and cruise vacations by Cruise Planners, 262-344-0697 from anywhere in the country, 262 262- Three four four zero six ninety seven. I can't recommend any anymore if I had to. Two six two three four four zero six ninety seven. That is our friends at Cruise Planners. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Our guys over at Burn Pit Barbecue, they're heading over to the uh, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show this weekend, starting tomorrow, and they're going to be out at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. So if you are heading out to the sports show and you want to look for not only a good product, but a locally owned product and a veteran-owned business, look for our guys at Burn Pit Barbecue. Just tell them we sent you. Say, hey, heard it on the Bill Michael Show, heard you guys are going to be here, what you got? And take a look. And I'm sure they're going to be, you know, either you know, doling out some samples or such, but uh, regardless, burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com, burnpitbbq.com. And uh, check out our guys over there at uh, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show coming up this weekend. 877 Let's go to the phone calls. D.C. listening to us in Appleton. D.C., how you doing, man? What's going on? Dropped off. Oh, he, he dropped off. Let's go to Brad. Brad, how you doing, man? What's going on? Brad, come on. Oh, okay, Brad. Brad's obviously listening on the radio. Tough showing. It's on, from it's on a delay. Tough it's showing. On a delay, people. Hey, turn off the radio while you're on the phone. Not totally, but while you're on the phone. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um, 
The uh, Mark says, I know it's all about uh, Aaron Rodgers, but our coaches stink, period. He says actually something much stronger than that. But uh, Well, if you move on to Jordan Love, you're about to find out how good the coaching actually is. Right? Think about that. We'll talk more about that when we come back. Also, Mark Schofield, SB Nation, going to be joining us. Mark is up next. One hour down, three yet to go. The Bill Michael Show continues on. Coming up right after this.